Today on The Breakdown, we surf on over to California and hang 10, dude, at the Hustler Casino, where Matt Berkey, that's right, he's back. He's back like Batman. (laughs) He's going to play a hand against Gal and also Garrett Edelstein. And these guys are playing super big. They're playing 400, 800 cash. I mean, come the hell on, people. Let me just say, this pot is going to swell up to like a quarter of a million dollars. I'm doing Jerry Seinfeld in case that wasn't clear. Uh, a quarter million dollars pot or so. Yeah, that's a little bit of a spoiler. You're going to forget by the time we get to it anyway. Don't worry about it. There will be, you know, hearts will be broken. Let me say that. You know, Lives will be lost. We're going to get into it, and we're going to go deep. In California, baby, on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Lennon. Hey. Hey, bro, did you see the swells yesterday? <laughs> oh, my God. I like, was in California, and <laughs> we all talk like this. Should they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want to get some fish tacos? Uh, also, uh, we talk a lot about directions, apparently. Directions? Yeah, that's like a big thing on SNL, the Californians. Did you ever oh, see that? Oh, I, I haven't seen that for a very uh, long time. Yeah, so it was the soap opera where no matter what's happening, like some dramatic thing, like someone catches someone's wife in bed with someone else. So like, what are you doing here? He's like, well, I took the, I took, you know, the oh. 10 and I had to go across the thing. And they always do the whole right. how they got there because it's... A thing in California. I There's guess, also the, the way traffic. they say the highways. I don't know what it's like in the rest of the country because it's. Uh, you yeah. know, I've lived on the West Coast for 16 years now, not in California, in Portland, but in Oregon and Washington, we say I five. Yeah. Um, and in California, they say the five, and they're very offended when we say I five instead oh, yeah? of the five. Oh, that's at least at least the the super California people are like, no, it's the five, man. It's the only way to say it. You know, I don't say fuck I-5 you or the five. <laughs> I just say five. You do? Yeah. I don't want. I'm agnostic with you guys. I don't want to get in any trouble. Well, I don't. Anyone. I don't care either way. I just. I, just I took like, five up. The f- I guess I do say the five. I, I, I think you say. I, yeah, I, I think do, I do. I think you the say I five. I think I say the five. I, I think I would have I noted five. that and said like, "Are you from California?" and made that joke. You probably did, and you just forgot because of the the heavy metals that are in your in your home. Selenium. That is not a heavy metal. But it sounds like one. It really does. It's a. It's an element that's part of your body, though. It are might you, be. Might be a metal. It's probably a metal. It sounds like a metal. I would guess it was really shiny like silver, too, without really knowing. Because it, wouldn't it have to be? It's more beautiful than any silver that you've ever seen. <laughs> it's a rich silver. Yeah. It's like if silver were better. It's hard to explain it other than that. Yeah. Have you ever held a tungsten cube in your hand? I have a tungsten wedding ring. Oh, so you basically have. So I can use a, it to open beer bottles. Is, it's is very your, strong. Is, I was going to say, is your wedding ring like heavier than you would think also or not? I cannot lift my hand. So, yes. Or no. maybe not. Maybe you were expecting that. Yeah, you know, like apparently they're surprisingly heavy, these tungsten cubes. No, there. no. The wedding ring is not particularly heavy. Do you want to hold it? Yeah. Here he is. It on is. the air. He's holding it. I know. It's a little bit heavier than I would have guessed, though. There's that tungsten metal just showing up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what can you... You said you can... Uh, drink, well, because it's, it's, such a hard, it's such a hard metal, I can use it to open, like, a bottle of beer. You know, I can, oh, like... Yeah, just do it it kind of hurts, though, because you have to, like, put a lot of leverage in there, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, the metal is just... You ever cut yourself? No. I'm a, I'm a pro. Yeah, yeah, you are. You drink a lot. I'm good at it. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I mean, we had a whole podcast called Drunk Sports, and the premise of the podcast was you drink, you know, approximately 10 beers in three hours, and we talk sports. Right? And it is still the best media we ever did. I fully agree. By, like, a significant margin. I think, you know, a lot of listeners of this podcast who also listen to that would also agree. We, we definitely still hear from people about yeah. Drunk Sports all these years later. And it was, you know, some of the most, I'm proud, I'm prouder of some of those things, I think, than anything else we've ever done. But we never gained any traction. Never got more than like 300 consistent listeners, which is just not going to do it. I mean, yeah, like this show, people love. For some reason. Baving listeners. It's good enough. Oh, absolutely. No, we got thousands of people listening to this. It's great. Um, And it's been that way for years, actually, you know, like. And we love all of you. We do. We're glad you guys like it. We love talking poker. And we would be doing some version of this anyway, even if we weren't recording. So we're thrilled to record. And uh, Honestly, we, would, we wouldn't be it. doing it as well or as in-depth. Oh and we God, would no. be, we would, you and I, Jonathan, would significantly be worse poker players if we did not do this podcast. There is no doubt about yeah. that. Like, we have be, both become way better. Of course we have, right? Yeah. We've been forced to study the best players. We force ourselves, I yeah. guess, to study the best players 
doing things we didn't understand and trying to figure out why it's happening. And then we would talk about it publicly, get feedback from our audience, sometimes the players themselves, sometimes just other folks, sometimes making fun of us, uh, sometimes telling us we were right on. And yeah, of course we're better. Yeah. And, you know, here we are getting to share all that wonderful knowledge and learning journey with everyone. And, you know, there's actually a way for you guys to join in on that. Uh Uh-oh. And it sounds like a plug, but it really, like, I mean this genuinely, like, we, we don't get anything from you joining our Discord server. Uh, it's just like not yet. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but we're not we're not on Discord like promoting yeah. anything. We're not trying to get you to do anything. There's no money. Do. There's it's just a place, a community that we've created for yep. for our listeners and us to interact. And we think it's better than Twitter and other places like that. It's it's just more it's more insular. It's like you have to actually be on the server. You join it. You're part of the community. We have like as an example feedback. Like you're talking about feedback from good players when we talk about their hands. You can post your hands. We have a whole section on Discord. Just yesterday. There was a fascinating hand posted by one of one of the users on there, Jeffrey mm. Yancheck, who suggested stuff. Yeah, and you know we have like uh, eighteen or nineteen comments just right away, just going back and forth talking about what he what he should have done if he did the right thing. Like, inter- it was like he posted a very interesting hand. Honestly, I liked it a lot. I was in there really like this is the pocket threes hand. Yeah, yeah. touting my position. But if you have any hands that you want to post on there, I'll get in there. I'll talk about it. It's fun, and yeah. so will a lot of other people. They'll be wrong, and I'll be right. But you know. That'll be fun for you to see the difference. <laughs> Not only do we have general things where you can post your own hands and get feedback, we also, of course, have uh, separate channels for each podcast we do and video that we do. So you can, if you just want to talk, if you listen to the show or watch the video, and you want to talk about this hand only, we've got a, a section just for that. It's yeah. just a thread on that. Nothing else comes in unless, you know. People, unless we people talk about, about, if we talk about a certain food item yeah. on the podcast, people tend to bring that up. But. That's true. But we also have a separate food fight and a separate movie category because, you know, that's who things, we are. They bleed in there. Yeah. And in fact, I would like to read one thing from the food fight. Okay. Discord. And this is from, I don't know, Pleing? Pleing? Spell it. P-L-E-I-N-G. Okay. Playing? Who cares? Anyway, he says this. Or she. Or it says this. I don't understand why we all just blindly accepted Grant's straw man argument that by adding something to the English muffin, it automatically loses to the croissant. It's 2021, people. We have sauces and seasonings and butter. It's not we just discovered fire and we have to eat everything plain. Try eating plain boiled chicken, Grant, and tell me how that goes. I like this guy. I don't know about you, but when I get a croissant, I slice that bitch open and put some jam in there. Or I'm stuffing it with eggs and bacon. I reject your false logic. Team English Muffin for life. Now that is a fucking post. Fabulous, fabulous post. Good post. Yeah, Grant has a long, very entertaining response, and maybe we won't read it. Maybe we'll just let people go to the Discord server to check it out. It's a good little little piece of bait. Long story short, my response completely (laughs) refutes all points made, (laughs) and the argument was won. Nah. Um, But But yeah, join in on that, but also if you actually want to do some poker learning and community building stuff, it's a great place to be. Discord, I know it's not as commonly used as Twitter and Facebook and stuff, but I think it's uh, the best platform out there. And they're not paying me to say this or anything, but the best platform Maybe out there day. for like if you want to be in a part of an individual community, you know, right. and, and kind of enjoy the, the community element of that. I was pretty anti-Discord, as Grant knows. Yeah. Uh, I had had a few experiences on it, which I didn't, I felt it was hard to navigate. It was problematic. And I watched, we watched like a 15-minute video on like how Discord works. And now I feel very comfortable with it. And I agree, it's, it's probably the best place to have, a, have an actual conversation. Right. Which, and also the nice thing is, like generally on the internet, and this is certainly true on our YouTube comments and on Twitter, uh, it always devolves into stuff that isn't what we were talking right. about, right? It often devolves into politics or some weird messed up thing. Like here it stays really true to the poker, the food, and the movies that we want to be talking about and nothing else. And I love that about it. And it's really fun. And yeah, and it's pretty much guaranteed to stay that way because Jonathan yeah. and I are the moderators and we can ban anybody from the server yeah. that we want. We and have rules. We have rules. Our rules are no self-promotion, no politics, and be kind, basically. Something, like don't, like don't be an asshole, basically. Yeah. 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 And um, so far, everyone's totally living up to that. It's yeah. been great. And uh, come, come check it out. Yeah. It's really worth checking out. There's a link in the description here. If you don't have Discord yet, it's very easy. It's on all of your app stores. Yeah. And you can get it on uh, desktop computers, too, and where, wherever you want. It's fun. We, we, it's like my go-to. Like If I'm sitting if I'm in the doctor's waiting room, I'm checking Discord first to see if anybody posted anything, you know? Yeah. It's, it's cool. So come join us. Right on. Anyway, here we go. Okay. Back to the hand. Here so, we yeah. go. 
starting the hand. I'm loving this Hustler live stream, by the Me way, too. which is where this hand is from. They've done a great job. I know they like are basically trying to step on the neck of live at the bike and pull on their arm at the same time and just wreck their life <laughs> like in a horrible, disgusting American History X level way. Wow. And I, they seem to be kind of doing that. Yeah. Um, they've, they're poaching all their most popular players. They're playing higher stakes. Uh, it's a very popular stream. And we're here for it. We're loving it because they let us use their videos. Yeah, well, they're smart about it. They yeah. understand that us using the video is going to promote their stuff, which Live at the Bike, sort of, even though we were just taking one hand from it, yeah. they refused to uh, do that. That's fine. That was their right. Yeah, it's their course. footage. But we always thought it would, it would only help them. How could it hurt them? Um, it seems like Hustler Casino has got a really different business model. And it's, it's, I mean, everyone's talking about the Hustler stream on Twitter and all the big players are playing it. And it's clearly the It's thing. on Poker News articles and stuff Absolutely. like that. I mean, they're playing 400, 800 with Tom Dwan, Phil Ivey, Garrett Edelstein. I mean, yeah, it's great. Of course, of course, everyone's talking about it. It's great. So obviously, we will be making a video of this podcast as well because it's Hustler. And Indeed. Good old Larry Flint. Thanks, Larry. Yep. Um, Dead, but still. When you're that rich, you don't actually die. <laughs> How rich was he? He was definitely a billionaire, was right? Was he? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, oh. an, that was an empire. I didn't know he was a billionaire. That's, all, that's hard I'm to do, I'm pretty sure. There aren't that many billionaires. You know, there's like 2,000 billionaires in the world. It's, I mean, he was, very, easy. he was famous for his wealth, basically. I mean, like, he was famous for I his mean, salacious yeah. business nature, but also for his wealth. He was, sure, but anyway, let's not worry too much about it. We don't it. have to worry about it. Let's get into this hand. This hand has a lot of interesting things happening, and it's a Matt Berkey hand, which means, you know, at any moment, I may spontaneously combust. That's true. It, that that's that was we buried the lead. Yeah, Jonathan's gonna take a shit on Matt Berkey's <laughs> life like, as hard as he can until Matt Berkey gets mad at us again. No, do you genuine question? Yeah, and I mean this. I'm not trying to be self serving with this. Do you think Matt Berkey is actually only mad at you, or is he also mad at me? I think he's mad at you as well, but I think it's because. It's hard to know who's talking. Like <laughs> yeah. you and, if you listen to the show all the time, you know whose voice is who's. Right. But if you don't, we're just the poker guys, and there's two guys talking. You don't really need to know more than yeah. that. You know? So I think but he that's, was like a fan for a little while. He, he was. Like, yeah. No, and he actually like came up and introduced yeah. himself to us at the World Series when he, like, and he, separately. So yeah. like I was playing in, I think it was the Millionaire Maker or something like that, and he just walked right up to my table, smiled at me, said, hey, Jonathan, shook my hand. I mean, so he knew who I was. He knew the distinction, too. He yeah. He said Jonathan. This was a while ago, though. This is when they were trying to be our friends, yeah. you know, which, which we were down for, to be clear. Um, and they are definitely not trying to be our friends <laughs> anymore. I'd say it's been a by while then, now. By they, you mean Berkey and Soto? Yeah, yeah, the software Y. This, yeah. the, the, the top of software Y. I think actually some of the other software Y guys are cool with us, but yeah. whatevs. You know, who knows? I'm down for any feuds, but I'm not trying to start one. I would guess Berkey doesn't like you, but only because he's not sure who said what. Guilt by association. I think if he was like, oh, Jonathan's the guy who said all that stuff, then he'd be like, Grant's fine. It's Jonathan <laughs> who I want to, you know, crush into tiny pellets well he he looks like he works out pretty pretty a lot so you might be in trouble there He's, you know i could take that guy <laughs> smart smart to say <laughs> not true yeah. i can't really take anybody I i'm a, a pacifist i'm a fan of matt burke i like i like him as a poker player you i always I mean, make sure to say that well i, I do i think it's necessary because <laughs> yeah you know i, I don't want to be an asshole right yeah. like i i think First and most important, I think he's like a nice person. Like he seems like a, a, a he might be a little sensitive to criticism. He's definitely a little sensitive. Which might criticism. be fair considering the amount of criticism he gets. Of all sure. of the all, all of the people who are in the realm of top pro consideration, he might get the most criticism. He's definitely up there for sure. And Him so and Helmuth, maybe. I can, yeah, Helmuth for sure. Um, I can understand why Matt Berkey might hold it and hold it and hold it and finally snap at something. And like we're the guys he snapped at multiple times, actually. It seems like twice yeah. at least, right? Um, and maybe there are other people he snapped at too but not that i'm aware of i don't like follow it that closely right. quite frankly only what it involves me um i mean I, I to be fair to be fully fair i feel like he i think i think he like goes swimming in the ocean and gets upset that he got wet though a little bit too like you're gonna play this way on streams you your whole thing is you're doing stuff that's anti what everyone else is doing and it's weird and it's crazy you know it's crazy to get critique for it and then have a big problem with getting critique for it. I think that's a little. I think that's a little unfair. Really? I mean, yeah, I think because like, sure, the ocean wet analogy that's a little too categorical for me. You know, like you can you can start off on some sort of venture and like the blowback can be such that you're like, this yeah. feels a bit much, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, that's fair. You're that's that's fair. And like he he probably views himself as just like another guy who's trying to mess with the dials, another top pro trying to mess with the dials, and okay. he's got the whole poker world shitting on him for every decision. And we're a pretty yeah. we're a pretty reasonable target, like you know, like 
we don't I have mean, the level of poker success that he has, yep. yet we have a podcast where we do poker analysis on his hands, and then Jonathan Levy shits all over everything he does. <laughs> Not <laughs> everything. It was really just that one hand, really. Well, right? that was the worst of them. That was yeah. a really strong one. Okay, you're, you're right. What I said wasn't entirely fair just before. Let me, say, let me try it slightly differently, because I feel like... So they made a whole podcast just on you and me, right? Yeah. Um, a 45-minute like, video and podcast and everything where basically they said... Was it real? I never actually watched it. Was I watched it. It, it, I watched it was it. all just about us? There wasn't other stuff talked about? It was, it's possible the whole thing was an hour and 15 minutes and 45 minutes w- was us, but okay. it was something like that. Okay, My minutes might be slightly up, but it's some, some ratio. It was really long. <laughs> it went on for a long time. There's, you can find the video on YouTube. Um, so what, I guess the thing that really struck me about it was not even so much the like saying he's not angry when I believe he was. Like yeah. saying he's not hurt when it seemed very clear he was. That's fine. Like that, I, I, we're all like that. We're all humans. Um, but I felt like they took unfair shots at us, meaning like they understand what we're doing, which is our whole thing is we try and figure it as we go. That's yeah. our whole thing. And like we haven't know, done solver work. Right. Yeah. The whole point is not to do solver work. And, and Christian Soto, as someone who's had in-depth conversations with us and listens to the, at least used to listen to the podcast, knew that. But he and Berkey both acted like that wasn't what our mission was. And in fact, how do we not have the solver stuff to back up what we're saying? And I always felt that was just... Um, Disingenuine? Exactly. A bit disingenuous, yeah. So I, that, that really disappointed me. But, you know, whatever. I understand his feelings were hurt. Yeah. And that's it. It is what it is yeah. at this point. It's fine. Um, is this the first Berkey hand we've done since they made that video? I feel like we've done one Maybe other we one have. or two other ones. Because, and the reason why I say it is because it feels like you saying, like, I think Matt Berkey's a really good player and a really good guy. is something that, like, I've heard multiple times. <laughs> so it means we must have talked about him in other times, and usually that would be in, in the case of a hand. Not always. Not always. Yeah. Anyway... Why don't we get into it? Mr. High Road over here. Yeah, you're the High Road guy, and I'm the tell-it-like-it-is guy. Who would you rather be friends with? Why, would, why do you have to be friends with only one of us? Why do you got to make it like that? Yeah, but do you see why Berkey hates you? You got to stab one I of actually, us. Get, I, I'm on Team Berkey on this one. <laughs> you have to stab you or me. The problem is Berkey doesn't know which one of us he wants to stab either because he can't tell who's saying what. That's, my only, that's the only way I survived this. I think our voices are different enough that he knows. Yeah, but I can disguise mine really easily. If okay, I to sound do like your you. Grant Dennison impression. Well. <laughs> I knew, see, I knew I was going to win that one because you couldn't help but do something yeah, stupid. Yeah, of course. You yeah. Know, that was a million percent. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm just saying if... if um, the average listener to this show, the normal person listener to the show, um, had to pick between one of us to kill. <laughs> and he's like, high road grit or truth-telling levy. I don't know who's, who survives. I mean, I am, I am telling the truth. It's just that I am not letting myself get emotional about Berkey coming after us. Yeah, but also you're the high road guy, right? High road implies you're not, you're not being totally like, fully honest, right? It's not that. It's that I think that it's not necessary to engage in kind of like the personal antics involved in this type of a thing. And that's why I always want to make it clear that I think Berkey's a, yeah. a nice guy because it's possible at some point during this podcast, I don't necessarily think in this hand, but no, I don't any, so, yeah. anytime we do a Berkey hand, it's possible I'm going to say something disparaging about his right. play. And I want to make it clear in case he hears this, that like that doesn't mean anything See, about him personally. You know? I, I understand that. I, I guess I always feel like, yeah, you're doing it for him, for his sake. In I a way, just, I, I always, I just don't. I just don't feel any need to do that. I guess. That's, I mean, that's fair. I just, but it's fine. It's all good. With and, a guy like Berkey, who I think yeah. has good intentions, I want, yes. I want to make it clear, like right. I have no personal problems with you if I don't like a play that you make. Right. You know, like I feel the same way yeah. too. Like truly, I do. Like I wish he had done a few of the stuff around us differently, but I don't care. Like if yeah. I saw him, I wouldn't be like fucking Matt Berkey. I don't feel that way no. at all. I feel like he might feel the opposite oh, yeah. that way about us, but but I really don't feel that way about him. Um, but also, if he came to me and like said, "Hey, how you doing?" and act like he was my friend, I'd be like, "What's happening here?" Like, I don't believe this. Yeah, no, <laughs> not would, that he would do that. It would be weird if he wasn't cold. If we saw, yeah, him. yeah, I would expect him to be cold. Yeah, um, but I I don't have a problem with him as a person at all. But I do sometimes question his place, and I think that should be totally fair and not and actually encouraged, if anything. So I just find that whole thing weird, especially from a software Y point of view. Whatever. We've, we don't need to litigate that. Yeah, anymore. we've already litigated Let's it move 75 on. times. Let's get to the hand. All right, this hand was suggest. You people are learning about the suggesting because all of these suggestions came on Discord huh. rather than Twitter. We will still accept your Twitter suggestions if you just want to be a stodgy old 89-year-old and never get Discord. That's fine. Be on Twitter with all of the... The boomers. All the boomers on Twitter. It's like what happened to Facebook. It's yeah. It's not happening to Twitter. On Twitter, it's like, oh, ladies allowed to vote yet? I don't remember. You know, like... My, my mom's like, have you seen the latest? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. No, like, mom. No, I'm on Discord disrupting industries. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. A little busy over here. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, Casper, which is probably Casper Quack from Twitter. We're guessing it's spelled Kasper the same way. K-A-S-P-A-R. Uh, Callum F. And Danny Sprung, who is actually also the solver on this hand. Indeed. Suggested this hand. So like we just recently talked about during the Berkey discussion, we have not done solver work. No. Danny Sprung did some solver work for us. We're very thankful for that. But we haven't looked at that. We're going to look at that at the end after we do our analysis. Come back and see how, how it went. Because that's know? how we do things on the Poker guy. It's a lot more fun that way. Oh, my God. It sucks to know the solver work. Long, long-time listeners it. know there was like a two-month period where we did the solver ourselves, then did the podcast, and it was worse. We did a worse job. Well, yeah, because we think it's hard to get out of your head that the solver is more right than you are. Yeah. And the, even though so the solver... Every, it tints everything. You know? Yeah. And the solver... First of all, you have to do the solver work correctly, which we weren't 100% sure right. we were doing. We're not well. solver experts. Number one. Number two, the solver doesn't understand situationally what's happening right. almost ever. Um, which we do. Solver can't take into account history. It's more of a problem in tournaments usually than yeah. cash games. I mean, the solver does take into account ranges, but history is different than ranges. Yeah. Anyway, this is great. We're so happy with this new system. We love having Danny and Wesley, and if, yeah. if we may even add to this team at some yeah, point. Yeah, if, if anybody else wants to be an official Poker Guys solver, you know, you get all the credit in the world, um, and it's a fun job for the... It's not a job. It's, uh, it's, it's a volunteer a work. It's volunteer work. You get to be part of the community, part of the Poker Guys team making this podcast. You do get a special designation on Discord, actually. There's only two designations. There's Founder, which is me and Jonathan. There's Solver, which is yeah. Wesley and Danny. And they get a special color. They're green. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that color alone is worth it for yeah. sure. Um, you know who I feel bad for? The listeners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. You're 21 minutes in. Maybe we should get to the hand. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we'll start timestamping when the hand starts. Yeah. Like, I'm going gonna, gonna to write, write that down in the note okay. right now. Hand starts at 21 minutes. Yeah. Close maybe, enough. unless we get into more stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, suggest so on Discord, or if you don't want to, Twitter's still fine. Cool. Um, so this is 400, 800. Live at the bike. Or not live at the bike. Oh, man. I just ruined. Uh-oh. Hustler's business model just went out the window. I ruined it all. <laughs> They're broke now. Um, 400, 800 Hustler. It's just hard to not say live at the bike when Garrett Adelstein's going to open the hand. I agree. Like, he's so synonymous with live at the bike. It's, what a betrayal. I mean, we can talk about Garrett's betrayal later. He's going to open the 3X on the button. Mm. He has a billion chips, as always. Yes. Um, we don't know what he has. We never find out what he I, has. I will say this is the end of a very long session. Dude. We're now four-handed. They've been playing f- full ring for a long time. They've been playing for over six hours, and they know this is one of the last hands of the night. That can definitely affect things. Yeah. In fact, I think I believe it's Krish, who is the fourth player in this hand, who is the, under the gun, also in the cutoff, is already racking up his chips as this hand is going. So like, they know this, we're just ending here. It's the most dangerous time. It's, like, du- it's like driving at dawn or dusk, man. It's the most dangerous time. I like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Garrett's going to 3X it, 2.4K from the button. Mm-hmm. He's not going to matter somehow for once. Garrett Adelstein is not the star of the hand. Weird. Gallia Frock, who's you know, alive with the bike regular, he also yes. came in third in the World Series of Poker 50K high roller, finishing yes. third to Michael Adamo and Justin Bonomo. So he's just like one tier below those guys, obviously. <laughs> he's like, all right, all right, you know, I'm not those guys, but I'm everyone else. Yeah. I got all you fuckers. So he's got... $282,000 in front of him. So, wow. So, we're deep. Yeah. He's in the small blind. He's got queen nine of clubs. He's going to three bet it, maybe just because it's one of the last hands. Yeah. I don't know. You could you could flat with his hand at this depth. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Agreed. You could flat, but you can three bet also. Yeah. Like, it's really okay. They are super deep. You're in the small blind. Any decision is fine, actually. Three yeah, bet, yeah. fold, I, or flat. I agree. I yeah. agree. So, he can't screw this up. Yeah. Unless he sizes it super weird. He makes it 7K over 2.4. It's fine. Seems fine. A little, a little small for a cash game. It's a little small, but it's fine. Yeah. If Garrett's got total trash, which he might have. Garrett might have like 80% of the deck or more. Yeah. And so if he's just going to throw away half of that or so, yeah. give or take, like that's fine. Or even if he's calling, we can win a lot on the flop and on right. the turn. It's, it's, this is totally fine. All right. Matt Berkey. Yep. He's in the big blind. He's got 240K. Okay. A lot of chips. A lot of money. He's the effective stack between him and Gal. Cool. He's got two jacks. I mean, that's a pretty hand. Jack of spades, jack of hearts. Yeah. How, what is your thought process in Berkey's seat in this spot? Okay. First thing I'm aware of is if I just call this three bet, we're going to be three-handed a lot. Like a lot, 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 right? Garrett's going to be almost, I'm, I'm like kind of forcing Garrett to call on the button now. Like, I'm, like even if Garrett had a lot of folds, he has a lot less folds now. Right. He maybe folds like ace four off or something like that. I don't even know if he folds that when he gets to be on the button with that hand. Yeah, maybe. Um, when they're this deep. I imagine he's calling even with ace four off, which, by the way, would be a perfectly fine call when we see the hand. like king deuce suited, do you think? 
I think because it's suited, he's probably calling that too. I mean, I think he's really call- maybe like not eight ten off. He's folding king eight off. Yeah, king eight off stuff like that. But like, like I think everything suited is getting called at this point because yeah. they're so deep and he's on the button. Like I so so that's the first thing I'm aware of is just as Berkey here is like. Flatting seems problematic because now we're going to be three-handed, and Jax really would prefer to play heads up. Or just one. take it down now is fine, too. That would be great. So yeah. that's, that's, that's consideration number one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, consideration number two is, what do I want to do if I put in a four-bet here? Because that would be the yeah. logical thought once we've had that, that first seems like That seems like plan A yeah. is yeah, the four-bet. So if I put in the four-bet and I get five-bet with a hand as good as Jax when we're effectively three-handed here, what's my plan? Yeah, I would love to know yeah. what... Because, like, it's not often that the average player gets to play in a cash game that's this deep stacked. You know, usually it's, like, 100 blinds effective, and the decisions are a little bit easier. I mean, cash games often run 200 blinds. They could be 200, but we're 300 blinds effective here, which is it's different than 200. And it's a lot of money. Yeah. And I would guess even to Berkey, and I know Berkey plays big, this is a lot of money. Now, I don't know how much of it is his, but still... This feels like a lot of money, and I would be more money than I'd be playing with by a lot, to be clear. So I'm not trying to like bring him down by saying that in any way. But I would guess like losing the whole stack would be a very painful event for him, would be my guess, without knowing. And I wouldn't think that's as true for Garrett, for example, and probably even Gal is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not a put down. But how do you deal with it? Like, let's say you make it. Yes, this is the question. Berkey does four bet, by the way. Of course, spoil he, that. he makes it twenty k over seven k. He just has to. Seems fine for yeah. a four bet in position against the three better. Um, what if Gal makes it sixty k? What are we doing? I mean, I don't think we can reasonably fold this hand. What if Garrett makes it sixty k? It's getting more interesting when Garrett makes it sixty k. We probably still can't fold this hand. We just call and then call on all non uh, non ace king queen uh, flops. I don't know. Yes, it seems like crazy to lose a quarter of a million dollars right now. Because we have Jack. Yeah. But it also seems crazy where Garrett is capable of turning Ace Four suited into a five bet right now on the button, for sure. He um, is, but it's rare. It's like not happening that right. often. We're not doing terribly against his well, his value range. Let's think about his value. I guess range. his value range we are doing terribly. What's Garrett doing with two tens? He's raising. Well if Berkey flats, he he's might probably call. calling. He might yeah. call, actually. Or right. Bur- yeah, he might just call the four bet. You're right, you're right. He's probably calling with tens. You're right. Okay, this is you're right. So now his his value range is crushing us. You're right. It's ace king. Sometimes. Yeah. It might just be flatting with ace-queen. He's probably flatting ace-queen. Oh, I don't think he can raise ace-queen. Except as a bluff, which sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, So so his raises are like maybe ace-king, obviously aces. I would guess kings are a raise. I'm not sure maybe queens are a raise most of the time. They might flat. Might flat. Sometimes Probably going to raise a fair amount. It's worse if they're a raise, obviously, combinatorially from Berkey's perspective. Um, And then I have to believe he's going to have some... Like ace wheel bluffs here too, because he's Garrett and he wants to make sure he has some of that and he likes being that guy. Yeah. So he's gonna have some of those too. Um so we're not doing amazing. I still feel like Jax is too good to to four bet fold here against when we're three handed against these guys. Probably. Even though boy, it's a, it's fraught with danger. So let's go back to Gal, because Garrett's gonna fold. If yeah, okay. If Gal were to make it sixty K. Yes. And you're not folding. I know. Next question. Would you rather shove or call? Uh, okay. I guess I want to call when I'm at Berkey here. If I felt like Gal was clearly better than me, I'd probably just shove it. Yeah. Because I'd be worried about making just bad decisions post-flop. I often have the best hand. At this point, if, I'm no, if, I, if I know I'm not folding anyway, the pot's already going to have 120K in it, and I only have 180K left. I mean, yeah, I could save the 180K a lot by folding here when I'm beat, yeah. of course, or when I get beat when the flop comes out because he's got ace-king and there's a king-high flop. But it just feels like a mistake to like give myself a chance to get outplayed in a pot this big when I've got a hand super, that's super strong and God does not have to have it. Yeah, And I don't want to make a big mistake later. I don't want him to have ace-four, have a king-high flop come out, he bets big, and I don't know what to do, so I fold which feels like a reasonable decision on a king-high flop, right? Like an ace or a king is coming like a third of the time. Plus, if he doesn't have an ace or a king, he's got something else, I could get beat those other weird ways. So I think if if I feel like I'm not as good as Gall, I want to shove. If I'm Matt Berkey in position against Gall, I definitely want to flat. I feel like I'm mostly flatting. Yeah. Because I feel like I I I can make better decisions than he can. I'm Berkey. It's dangerous waters. You have to have aces to feel good pre-flop in these deep stack cash games when the fourth bet or more goes in. I mean, I think you probably feel okay with kings, too. You, you, don't, just, you don't feel great. 
I mean, you never feel great in poker once raises happen without the nuts. If, if a fifth bet goes in, which is what we're talking about, yes. like kings don't feel amazing. They don't feel amazing. That's true. What do, I mean, are we not shoving kings? No, I think we are. It's just like... We're shoving kings, hoping to get called by queens. Can we get called by queens? That's another interesting question, which we don't have to come up with because no one has those hands. But I don't know if queens are even going to call. If we don't think queens are going to call, we should only flat kings, right? And then we just are shoving aces or re-raising aces and like some other bad hands. Yeah. I don't a few, know. A few, a very few bad hands. Man. I don't know what this Berkey... This is stuff I, I'm glad I don't have to deal with this I'm, very often. I don't know what Berkey would do because no five bet goes in. Yes. I'm curious to know what he would do, but Me I don't. Me too. Yeah. I'd love to ask him. I could ask him, but I don't it's know if not he's a answer. good idea. Yeah, um, so <laughs> anyway, Berkey makes a 20K. Yep. I like that. Garrett folds. Yep. All right. Gal folds. The hand's over. He has queen nine of clubs. It was a bluff. It didn't I mean, work. Good hand. Good hand, everyone. Oh, no, he's not going to fold. Oh, okay. okay. So, obviously, we actually are going to get to find out what Berkey does against a five bet. Well, you just, you already said. But it's the only possible way yeah, that Gal course. could continue in the so hand. So, you, you fooled the listeners. That's yeah. good. We have we've to done fool it, them We've done them before. Yeah, you got, you got to throw them a little whack-a-mole sometimes, you know. A whack-a-mole, yeah. Yeah, they think it's one thing. It's the other thing. Oh, no, it's not that thing either. No, Look it's actually, there. No, the, the point of whack-a-mole is that it's actually all of them. You, you have to hit them all. You have to kill all the moles. Well, it's all or the same. They, mole. It's or, the same mole, bro. Or else they'll repopulate. It's one mole. No, it's not. It's a family of moles. <laughs> they're you down. Think, they're down on their second. luck. They're down on their luck, Stop. and you're hitting them in the head. Stop. They're just trying to find a place to live. You're telling me, <laughs> yeah. the moles have this level of coordination that any moment only one of them sticks their head out, as opposed to telling me that's one mole who's. Of course, only can stick one head at a time. You're telling me that these moles, yeah, have got this level under- of communication. I don't think you understand and timing. I don't think you understand the level of a mole's ability to detect vibrations of the earth. Vibrations of the earth. Um, yeah, you know, like they can feel when the other mole is out and when they're in. How many? How many moles are in this family of moles? That's not a couple. It's either eight or twelve. It depends so, on your level of difficulty. So, how of do luck. you know when it's your time to go? You feel it. You feel it. There's, look. We, we claim to know a lot through science, but we don't know everything. And anybody who says we know everything is wrong. Yeah. And you could try to come up with your own answers if you don't know anything. You could say, oh, it's this and this and that. No. You just don't know why the moles can do it, but they can. <laughs> okay? I'm, I really feel strongly. Okay. It's one mole. He can't be in the same so place you're at the saying, same time. How he's, fa- like, he's like Clark Kent and Superman. He can't be in the same place how, at the same how time. How is it so fast that it sometimes gets from one diagonal corner to the other? That's the thing about this mole. He's super fast. <laughs> That's what makes him special. That's why he got hired I'm for this job. I'm not buying it. Also, if you look down in the hole, you can see that there's, <laughs> the a, crying baby. there's a bunch of different They're moles. so hungry. <laughs> so these are down on your... So your, your thesis is it's... Okay, it's a family... Of 8 to 12, down on their luck moles. Yeah, they're having a tough that time. That need a job. Pandemic was tough on them. <laughs> and the job that they took was to get hit on the head. Or no. to have someone try and hit them on the head. No, it's a metaphor, Jonathan. The oh. game is a metaphor. For? The moles are trying to live in your basement, and you're trying to kill them. Yeah. They just want a place to live where it's not cold. Yeah, okay. What does that have to do with what I said? <laughs> I feel like that doesn't respond to... You said before these are down on your luck moles. Yeah. These are actual moles, obviously. Well, metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait. Oh, so you're saying it's not... The game are, is a metaphor. Oh, so this is not a real mole in your mind. I think not. it's definitely a real mole, and it's one mole. Anyone who thinks the whack-a-mole <laughs> mole is not real is like, that's a weird... That's even weirder than the other thing you said. Good point. Thank you. I think we should move on now. Okay, we, we mind that. <laughs> All right, the whole is point is that Gal does not, not five bet. And yeah. he does not fold, which seems like the only option is fold being the massively better option. I mean, he's getting sort of a price, and they're really deep. So he calls with Queen Anna Clubs out of position. I mean, come on, man. I know you're deep, but you're out of position against Matt Berkey. What are you doing? I mean, I, f- I feel like if it was Queen Jack of Clubs, that would be okay. You can call that. Yeah. Even Queen Ten of Clubs, you can make a case. You can make a case, but it's not I don't great. love it, but, you, but Queen Nine of Clubs is absolutely a let's move on to one of the last hand we're going to play. But I think maybe the fact that this is the end of the night. Yeah. Gal is also like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Uh, that must be part of it. It that has makes to sense. Be. That yeah. makes sense. But it's not good. No. So Gal calls. He's got Queen Anna clubs. He's out of position to Matt Berkey, who has two jacks and has four bet, and there's 43,000 in the pot. Yeah. And nitrogen sports poker is pretty great. It's pretty great. They never force you to get hit on the head by someone. Well, have you done everything that they have available? Because no. they might, I think they might have that in one of the sections. Oh, really? It's an expansive site. There's lots to do. But one of the, one of the things would be that they force you to get hit on the head. 
It could be. I don't know. I'm it's saying like, I, I'm saying I this is some squid game shit, bro. I'm saying I haven't explored everything okay. because I'm so busy with the Poker Guys monthly tournament. I mean, it's every month and it's an automatic overlay. It is. Use the link in the description when you sign up for Nitrogen or else you don't get access, access. to the automatic overlay tournament. It's called the Poker Guys tournament yeah. in there. You won't even see it, actually, if you don't use that link. There's always an overlay of at least 40% of the prize pool. I mean, that's the sickness. Yeah, right? it's, it's like uh, that's Disturbed song. Get up, get up, get down with the sickness. 40% overlay every month. Get yeah. up, get up, get down. Wow. With yeah, that's what they were singing about. Um, it's been going on for almost as long as since that song came out, although not really. It's been like five years. I don't know anymore. I mean, it wasn't always a... Uh, it's, it was a free roll years and years yeah, ago, yeah. but it's, it's stopped being one Now of it's a, a 0. 0.1, 0. Yeah. 0.01. What is it? It's 0. 0.1 millibits. 0. 0.1 millibits. Which these days is like $6 to play. Yeah. Um, but they put 100 millibits in there, right? Uh, 50. 50 millibits, that's right. God, it's so hard to keep track. Um, that's $3,000. Yeah. And they cap the pool. So you can't help but make a lot of money if yeah. you play. It's awesome. The most, the most the pool can put in is $1,800. Yep. They always put in at least $1,200 worth of Bitcoin, often much more because, as, as we always say, we kind of never fill up. Like we get, we, we get like 200 players. Yeah. Something like that. We need 300 to, to yeah. hit the cap. Um, so, you know, get in there, get that poker. There's also sports betting, casino games, probably a section where you can get hit in the head. Yeah, if, even if you don't want to. Even if you do want to. Right. Get in there. We'll see you there. Back to this hand. Nitrogen poker, accepting all kinks. Is uh, that why not? That's, that's they, a new they don't, I'm, I'm just I'm just testing it. They're not gonna care. Forty three thousand dollars is in this pot. <laughs> okay. Gallia Frock, small blind, Queen Under Clubs, Berkey, Big Blind, two jacks. Yes. Four of hearts, five of spades, eight of spades. That's a big whiff for Gal. Mm-hmm. Berkey has Jack of Spades, Jack of Hearts, so he does have the Jack of Spades, if any of you were curious. Gal checks. Okay. Yes. Can't really do anything else. No. Berkey checks. Interesting check. All right. So I am curious why he does this. I mean, it feels like the type of board that would have hit the big blind if Berkey was the aggressor from the hijack, right? And you're like, you check back with Jacks if you're a good player because you're doing a board-based check there. But this doesn't really hit Gal's range. It's this isn't just because Berkey was the aggressor doesn't mean it's the same thing. Right? I mean, it's a four-bet pot. Yeah. Gal should have a pretty a relatively narrow range of hands. I mean, Gal can have the sets and Gal can have the straight. Like he can have six, seven suited. I think that's clearly possible since he has queen nine. Yeah, do right? you, Berkey might not know that. It's hard to know. Berkey may not know about the six, seven. He certainly would put him on all the sets, right? Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, well, actually, are they deep enough? For, they're not deep enough. Well, it's thirteen k. I guess they are deep enough. They are, but I don't know. If, like. If I were Berkey, I might think like a set of eights is possible, but fours and fives are a lot less likely. They're more likely to flat preflop. If he's been, oh, preflop, yeah, Yeah. uh, preflop the original open. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Well, geez, that means we have very little to be afraid of, right? Oh, but what would we, if our bet would mostly be denying equity, although we can obviously get value out of some eights, tens and nines, nines and pocket tens. And maybe pocket sixes and sevens. If pocket fours and fives are there, then those are there. That's right. Yeah. And pocket sevens is going to be there some of the time for sure. Um, so yeah, so it seems like a, a bet is kind of a natural thing to do here, right? Like we would bet like our ace kings, we bet our over pairs, we bet like maybe our, I guess our ace queens, which we would really have here too a lot. I think it seems like this would just be a natural thing to bet. So it's it does interesting feel that, that way. Not to. Like, how do you think the jack of spades interacts with his decision? Because I have a few thoughts on that. It starts by me thinking like, well, maybe he doesn't want. Like, this is a good hand to have if you don't want to get check raised. If, you, if you're deciding, mm. like, I don't want to face further aggression right now with this hand, well, you remove a lot of Gal's semi-bluff check raises by having the jack of spades. Right. Because it removes a lot of his two overs with the flush draw hands. Right. Now, maybe, maybe he thinks he'd get a lot of calls there because he put in the four bet anyway against those kinds of hands as opposed to raises. So maybe he thinks that's bad that he has a jack of spades because he can't get called by a hand that has a draw. Right. Because, because of the four bet nature of the pot. Yeah. It's, it's harder to get... Like the check raise, but not that he wants the check raise. Right. But yeah. So, so maybe that. That's that's all I got. I don't have much more. I, I'm really curious to see what the solver has to say about this decision in particular. Yeah. Um, this seems like such a natural continue. Yeah. I mean, board. there are better boards. Eight four four is better for do sure. Do you think you're supposed to fold to a check raise because you have a spade? If you're Berkey. I don't think so. I think this hand is way too high up in our distribution to really. Fold. How high is it really? How many how many hands are we four betting? Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. Like ace king, ace queen. Yeah. Uh, tens plus maybe maybe less than tens maybe nines maybe ace jack even maybe ace jack. 
But if, if we're moving nines and tens in there, which I think we, I think tens are in there. <coughs> if we're moving nines in there, ace jacks probably in there at least some of the time, right? Yeah. We probably have at least a few suited ace wheel bluffs here as well. So like, you know, jacks are doing pretty well against if if if, if we they're not they're not doing well. They're just they're doing well in that range though. They're doing they're, okay in that range. No, they're not doing okay against Gal's range. They're doing okay in Berkey's distribution. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, they're high up there. So, yeah. like, I'm just saying, like, if we bet and get raised, this is one of the better hands we're going to show up with now on this board, specifically. But do we, do we remove a lot of value because we have the spade? Would we rather have nines with no spade? It's a weird thing. Like, on one level, I, I don't think we would. I think we want to be able to be clearly ahead of tens and nines, which feel like a reasonable part of Gaul's. But Gaul's not going to check raise those. You wouldn't. Oh, that's true. That's true. I was just thinking about it more in general of, like... What do we want to have when he, when he continues? But fair enough. From a check-raising point of view, <coughs> right, would we rather have nines with no spades? <coughs> well, if he's got the spades, he's got to actually have good equity against us. If he king-queen of spades, he's got he's a legit coin flip against us, right? Yeah, but we don't block king-queen of spades with the jack of spades. Right, right, That's right. That's irrelevant. Okay, fair enough. We have two nines and... Yeah. Right, okay. Um, but you're saying, like, you, you would want to bet if you had the two nines more... Without, because I'm without a spade, be, or two jacks without a spade, because he's more apt to check raise and have hands that aren't destroying us, right? That's your point. I think so, yeah. Right. I at, guess that, at least my point is that those hand, that the nines without the spade might be a better continue against a check raise than jacks with a spade. I see. Which, because, because which, the may, which may then walk us back to it being a better bet. Right. Okay, fair enough. Because, as you said, it seems very unlikely he's going to ever check raise uh, tens. Here. Right. Like, uh, it's a very easy call. It's a, be a very surprising race. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense at least. So maybe that's part of Berkey's thinking. Maybe it's, yeah. I have a spade, so I check. Right, if I didn't have a spade, it's a much easier bet. Maybe um, he bets aces no matter what because there's more overpairs that he can get value from and he yeah. feels better about it. Yeah. But like the, the weaker overpairs, maybe he doesn't bet with, that, with the spade. That's interesting. That's not crazy sounding. Yeah. I like it. I don't know if that's what's going on. Neither do I. It's my best guess. Yeah. I mean, maybe he also thinks like Gall is the kind of guy who's just going to like, when shown weakness, is going to really push. Well, then you should just bet call and be happy about it. Oh, no, but, but then we oh, won't be showing check, weakness. The check, the check, in, check shows right, weakness. Right. Or now could, it looks like we have ace-king, right? You bet 800. You want to show weakness. I mean, sure. Yeah, you can bet really tiny. Yeah. But, but checking really looks like ace-king, ace-queen, right? It does. It looks like, oh, God, I'm afraid you have two tens. You're not going to fold. Now I've got ace-queen. I just want to take the free card. Yeah. The problem, of course, is by checking, we're giving a free card to ace-queen and ace-king. And king queen and stuff like that, which is you know not awesome. No, it's not awesome. So there's but, that. You know, poker is a balance. Yes, you got to find the way. And I mean, the one good thing about checking here too is if a spade comes, we have the jack of spades, which blocks as well as maybe is an exit door for us. It like, could be. I mean, most of his most of his flushes are probably going to be bigger than the jack high flush. But I know. It, sometimes it helps. It helps at least a little. Yeah. Anyway, check check. Okay, still forty three k in the pot. Four, five, eight, two spades, one heart. Turn is the 10 of clubs. Yes. Not really a card Berkey wanted to see. Nine and 10 are, are cards that he really probably didn't want to see. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, there's so many cards he doesn't want to see when he checks back, though, because the, the range is wider. Right. Like you're an right. ace, king, queen, nine, 10 are all pretty bad. You're right. Pretty much all cards are bad, which is, you know, why you might want to. Yeah. Like, bet. what are we hoping for? We're hoping for a deuce. Or a three. Everything else pairs the board. I mean, the four pairing or the five pairing shouldn't matter that much. I mean, maybe right? we're, we're diving way too deep into this combo thing. We see yeah. that Gal just called with Queen out of Clubs preflop. Maybe yeah. Berkey has recognized that Gal's in real maniac mode. And he's like, the plan is to check and let him do whatever he wants. Like, that's the plan I with mean, that, all of my good hands. That sounds fine. Yeah. That's totally reasonable. And certainly we'll all make plans like that against certain players at, at times, yeah. right? You're like, if I ever flop this well or have this kind of a flop, this is what I'm doing no matter what against this dude. So the turn is the Ten of Clubs, which, which opens the door to Coolerville. Jack, yes. Jack on oh, the River would be a complete disaster because that I, would it, make Gal astray. It'd be hard to imagine him not losing all his chips on that because how do you put Gal on Queen 9 and the Jack would be top set? Yeah. So you just would have to lose it all. Yeah. I would lose it all easily. Right. Comfortably. Happily. And then I'd be very sad. So now, now that we're here as Gal and we've picked up this equity, we kind of have to bet, right? Like, we have to try to get Berkey off ace high. I mean, we decided to play this hand, right? Like, we decided to play it. It went check, check, and now we picked up the equity. I don't know what we're doing calling this preflop if we're not going to take a shot right now. Do you think that Gal should bet even if it's a deuce? Or do you think he just should be in give-up mode? 
I mean, I kind of want to bet even if it's a deuce, honestly, because I like just want to like see if I can get him to fold the ace king, man. Do you want to bet literally every card other than like an ace or a king? I mean, if I'm betting a deuce, the answer is yes, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I like that we have equity that makes it easier to pull the trigger. The only but questionable, I do a period. The only questionable ones are a queen or a nine. But I think yes. you'd want to probably bet the nine for sure. I'm not sure about the queen because ace queen. Uh, because you could may, sometimes Berkey could have a weaker pair than a queen. Oh, you're worried about losing value. Yeah. Because you think you're only get one straight. That's interesting. Um, I might bet it uh, A to deny equity, B to get some value, but it's close and I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Like I have to, that's an that's a interesting thing to even think about. Either way, the 10 of clubs is a slam dunk bet for Gal, I feel. Yeah. I mean, it's all over his, his like set range and he picked up equity. So let's go. Yep. Let's, let's fold out Ace King right and now. And as we see, he actually has seven outs. Yeah. It's, not, it's like having an open ender almost. It's not too bad. He bets 25K into 43. Do you Fine. think this is folding out ace-king and ace-queen? I think Berkey has to strongly consider folding out. Oh, well, no, he's got, he's got the gutter, doesn't he? He's got overs in the gutter with, with ace-king. No, he does not. Because there's no jack on the board. Berkey has jacks. It's hard to keep track. Someday you'll get okay at this podcasting thing. I, I'm not optimistic. No, you shouldn't uh, be. I was, just being, I was is, just being nice. <laughs> the board is 8 5 four, ten. Yeah. I think it's hard for Berkey to call with ace-king here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you want to call. You feel like you're getting bluffed a lot. But, like, what's our plan? Are we just going to call a huge bet on the river with ace-king ace high? When Gall called the four-bet pre, he could have a set. He could have an overpair to the board still. He could have, I mean, it just seems like bad. We look like we have ace-king also the way we played it, if we actually have ace-king. Like, yeah. looks like he's trying to get value for, out of us. I mean, I guess he could also be trying to bluff us like this too. But I would be inclined just to fold now to, like, avoid the problem of calling and then being in a really horrible spot on the river. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, but Berkey has Jack, so obviously he can't fold. Oh my god! But no. but I think more interesting is the discussion from Berkey's perspective. What does Gal's range look like here? If we remove the pure bluffs and the, these types of hands, like what yes. are the hands he's betting for value or equity denial? Okay, well one of the answers has got to be spades, even though we have a spade in our hand. Yeah, he's gonna have king queen of spades, stuff yep. like that. Um, ace queen of spades. Yep. If he had ace ten suited, he would probably bet that right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. If he had two nines, he'd probably better right now. If he had two sevens or two sixes, he'd probably better. So any pair, yeah, any pair is a bet. That's great if we're Berkey. We yeah, like that. We're ahead of a lot of those. Um, all the sets are a bet as well yeah. that he has. If he can have fours and fives, great. But certainly tens and eights. Those those feel a lot more like yeah. yeah. Those are those are going to be bets. Also. Queens Queens is a bet. He probably has queens in his range. He might have some queens in his range. I agree. Oh, he very likely does. Now yeah. he might sometimes five bet that, but not always. And to Especially, that point, he probably has a little bit of aces and kings too. Like a little a, bit. A teensy piece. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, okay. But if we say it's all the pairs, spade draws, a few sets, and a few over pairs, there aren't that... Like, we're combinatorially, we're doing great by calling here with jacks. Right? We are, of course. We're not waiting these things. We have to remove a couple aces and kings and yep. queens because preflop. We also Which have to good. remove a couple of pocket sixes, pocket sevens, yep. pocket nines because of preflop. He's not going to three bet those all the time. No question about it. But I think overall, we're doing pretty well. Yeah, I think it's... It's a very obvious call, right? Yeah, there's nothing to do but call. Raising would be absurd. Oh, my God. Folding would be absurd. Yes. Berkey calls. So far, so good. Matt Take Berkey. me to the shit show. Matt Berkey is playing well so far. I like this hand. By every, every decision he's made. Although, we were surprised by the check on the flop, but we don't, we don't, I don't dislike it. I don't it. dislike it. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just, just interesting. I'm curious about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pot is 93000 U.S. dollars. Significant okay. money. Hey, I didn't write down in the river, so that's not important. We don't need to know what the river is, do the we? The river is a brick. That's it's what I know. not really oh, a no, brick. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's a card. That, it's a seven? Yeah, seven of diamonds. That's right. Oh, that's not a brick, because that makes it means a six is a straight. Yeah, so if Gal had two sixes, which I guess he could, I mean, we know he probably could. You okay there, Lovey? How is a six a straight? Because four, four five, five, six, six seven, seven, eight. eight. I was looking for a nine. You are okay. seriously someday going to get this. You <laughs> it's know, good. it's really hard. There's a lot of data. I'm not looking at any images. I'm just looking at text. I just want everyone to understand that. The same thing that I'm looking at. Yeah, but you wrote the text, and you, mm. you just wrote it. It's a little different. Okay. Anyway, you don't have to be a dick. Why don't you and Matt Berkey this is, go... This is like, why don't you and Matt Berkey go bowling and talk about how, so how awful like, I am? This is like I'm Jonathan Levy and you're Matt Berkey. That's kind of the <laughs> dynamic that we've got going on here. <laughs> wow, I really get where he's coming yeah, from. Yeah, <laughs> now you just feel that hatred boiling Fuck up. you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to do like a 45-minute podcast about how I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. All right, anyway. 93,000 in the pot. Rivers is seven of diamonds. A six does make a straight, but it is really unlikely for either player to have a six. I mean, Gall had to three bet pre with the sixes 
and then the rest kind of makes sense. Yeah, him, right. That that's the only, but so he does have sixes. He also so, has Jack nine suited. Obviously, maybe we don't know that as Berkey, which is the nuts. Yeah, we also have two jacks in our hands. Though. Right. So, that, so yeah, it's only two combos, and, and you wouldn't expect those to exist. I wouldn't think it exists, um, but we know it does. Yes, we do. You're yeah. right. You're right. Um, but that's it. So like pocket sixes are there. I yeah. think uh, some of the time at least. Uh, sets are there. We're losing some stuff here, for sure. Yeah. But I, I wanted to do Gal's, uh, yeah. I wanted to do Gal's value and equity denial range in the turn because I yeah. foresaw how it would shrink up significantly if you bet again on the river. Yeah, which is absolutely what's going to happen. So yes. we're going to see how that shrinks up. Um, well, we said any pair. We basically said he's betting yeah. every pair, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't shrink up as much as I might have thought with the seven of diamonds because yeah. the pocket sixes and pocket sevens are now clear value bets. I think so. Um, but anyway, he's going to bet big. Mm-hmm. 75K into 93K. Yeah. All right. What is Gal's value range? Okay. Pocket sixes is a clear bet. Yeah. At Although he has, of those six combos, you give him maybe one. Maybe more because it's near the end and it's a button yeah. open. He's a small. Maybe you give him three combos. Maybe, maybe. he has half of them. So same with the sevens. You give him one and a half of the three available combos. Fine. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think he's probably able to bet other sets for value here. He can bet the sevens. That means he can bet the tens. He can bet the eights. Of course. Very comfortably. And any, those, are, those are more likely. Those are more likely yeah. than those. But, and if he has fours and fives, he can bet those two. Yes. I think he's going to. He would hate for it to go check, check when it looks like Berkey, who called the, who called the turn, maybe has ace-10 suited, maybe sometimes has an overpair. Right? Nines and ace-10 are out the window, though, for 75K, right? Like, he's not value betting 75K with nines or ace-10. No, I don't see how he could. No. That doesn't make any sense to me. What about queens? Um, I feel like nope. if we value bet that, it would be a much smaller bet. It seems very strange to bet queens here, because what are we trying to get called by? Jacks. Jacks. That's it. Maybe ace-10 suited. Maybe nines, I guess. Maybe ace-10 suited, maybe yeah. nines. There's not much there. It feels hard to imagine he's betting. It feels hard to imagine he's betting any one pair of hands for value here. So it's just sets. Well, and can he have two pair? Can he have seven, eight suited? I guess he can. Would he bet? Seven, eight suited. Seven, eight suited plays pretty similar to a set here. He might yeah. be able to bet two pair. Would he bet for the size? Hard to know. I mean, like, if we know that he probably has seven, eight suited and eight, ten suited in yeah. his range. But as Berkey does, does Berkey think that? I don't know. I mean, even if he has a few, you wouldn't think eight. I would never think eight, ten. I might think seven, eight's possible. Yeah. Um, obviously, eight, ten is there. Yeah. But, we, but as Berkey, I don't see how we know that. Um, so maybe, maybe seven, eight suited. That may be the only one anyway that I'd be thinking is there as Berkey, at least. You know, that, that's beating me as a two pair. So that, but that's just two combos anyway. Right. Um, I'm not even sure he'd really bet 75K because he's got to get called by the one pair hands. Yes. Which we look like we have ace-10 suited a lot, right, based on how we play this hand, right? Yep. Like, mostly, I would guess ace-10 suited is the most obvious hand for us, right? Yeah, I feel like the second most obvious hand is aces. That's, like, the most likely check back. We're going to check back, right. Right, and then call the turn with. Turns out we have other over pairs, too. So that's interesting. I think Gal probably thinks that Berkey's most likely hand is aces or ace-10, and he's like, what's the sizing that can get those hands to think about folding? Yes. Yes, and uh, this, is, this is an interesting sizing, which they have to at least consider. Right. right. So the thing about, it was pretty easy to do, like, what are, what are Gal's value hands, but it's kind of impossible to know what the bluffs might be. But, but this comes back to, just, just before we jump into that, like, having two pair, then, if you had seven, eight suited, As how Gal. are you supposed to bet this much and get called by those hands? Right. It feels hard to do. Yeah. Now, it's at least possible, I can tell you, Berkey's going to have a real decision here with Jax, and it feels like... Not crazy at all, the call. Right. Jax, before we even get into it. Like, it feels just, just from, like, a default quick thought. But anyway, back to what you were going to say. I just want to say, so, like, the two-pair sizing, it's like, would he really si- even size two-pair like this? I don't know. Would he size anything like this, I think, is a good question. Yep. Like, is this only a bluff sizing? Would he really size a straight like this is a great question. Right. Because what's he trying to get called Like, by? it really looks like Berkey has one pair. The only reason to size this big is if we think Berkey's going to hero us a lot. Here's what I'm going to tell you. And I've only seen Matt, like, probably 30 Matt Berkey hands in my life, right? He folds a lot. Boy, does he make hero folds. Yeah. And sometimes he's right and sometimes he's wrong, but he is not afraid to make a hero fold. No. So, so I'd be worried about sizing it this way with my sixes here. I might size it smaller to try and feel like aces just have to call, or ace-10 even. Maybe yeah, I, I think, and, I think this is it. the wrong sizing against Berkey's line in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you have a long history and you have yeah. situations where you can size it like this a lot... In, in a vacuum, I think you can't do this as a bluff because if you really think it through, it's like Berkey's pretty capped. I mean, he has some slow plays, but that makes up a very small percentage of his combos. Yeah. Like, 
If he's got a best aces on this four straight board that contains a lot of two pair and set combinations for his opponent, can you really bet 75K for value? It seems hard to imagine. I mean, look, Berkey plays, Berkey's like all about like levels upon levels. Right, right. So maybe you could decide because of that, I would do it because then he would think it would have to be a bluff. So then he can call, like you can do this forever, right? Yeah. You can walk down that path forever. Um, It's hard to know in the end. In the end, the sizing feels like, Unlikely because desperate. the board is so polarizing. Yes, this is desperate. Sizing. It's either either wow, you have it, and you're really counting me to hero, or you're just desperately trying to get me to fold. I agree. There's very little in between. So after this discussion, which I think I'll give you a lot of credit for, yeah, I, um, I think I prefer Gal to size it like 35k. Yeah, something like that. I agree. I agree. I think 35k looks very believable. I think you and might get be... even more folds than 75. Oh no, I agree because now it feels like wow, like. If if you have ten eight suited, you can bet thirty five k very comfortably. You, can, you might bet that with a set just because Berkey looks so capped. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah. You might just that might be your size. That feels like the sizing you're supposed to have on this river, no matter what you're doing. Actually, right. bluff value go thirty five k. It saves you. It, you probably get called more uh, when when he can call. You probably get more bluffs through. That doesn't make sense. I'm saying you, you get no. called more and you get and you get more. I don't folds. think you get called more. I think you get more folds yeah. at thirty five because because it's believable. Yeah. Certainly from an expected value point of view, this has got to work out better yeah. to bet smaller, right? Even as a bluff. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, yeah. So I think Gal might have messed up the sizing a bit. I think so. I think Gal was just like, look, this works though. Yeah. So just like the sledgehammer really is an effective tool. It, yeah. You can slam stuff with it. It'll, and here's it'll what break. I'm, here's what I'll tell you. Berkey does not call right away. Berkey puts in like three time extensions. Now it's the end of the night. He can just spend those. It's fine. Yeah. But still... He doesn't have an obvious instant decision for himself, at least. Now, he may be leaning pretty strongly one way. And I, I know how I'd be leaning if I was Berkey in this spot, which is that's a polarizing board. You're choosing polarizing sizing. I underwrap my hand. I don't see how I can fold. That would be my immediate hit before I even got into any deeper thoughts about it. That would be mine, too. But if we want to get into deeper thoughts, Let's it would it. be distribution. Yes. So because we know as Berkey that we have jacks, yeah. that means we probably at least have... The spade X combos of all of our overpairs, at the very least. Ah, okay. Right? Yeah. Um, and we also have pocket 10s in our range, um, which sure. are a set. Sure. Because it's not the 10 of spades on the board. Yep. Um, so distribution-wise, this isn't amazing. Like, right. this is better than ace-10 suited. It's better than pocket nines with a spade, which I guess maybe we'd check that back to. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's the worst hand. I mean, it blocks a lot of stuff we don't want to block, right? Yeah. It has, I mean, two jacks blocks jack nine. I mean, jack nine shouldn't be there. Right. But turns out it can be. Yeah. I don't know if Berkey knows that or not. If Berkey knows it's possible it's there, then the two jacks really matter. We do want the two jacks then. That's good. Jack nine is the nuts. Right. But I'm saying yeah. if Berkey doesn't know that it's possible yeah. that Gal can have that, then it feels like those, the, that's not so valuable, right? Right. Um, and then, of course, having the spade is not something we'd want to have. No. Right? We, want, we want to very much not have a spade here. No, we want to have the spade. We want to have the spade? Spade's missed. Exactly. We want him to have spades. Oh, right. You're right. We don't want to have spades. Never mind. We want to give I him more combos of spades. It's okay. Too many things. There's a lot going on in this, yeah. in this river. Um, so, so it's not a great hand because we sort of block some stuff. We block the nuts, which is good. We block, I mean, we block queen jack, which is a reasonable holding for yeah. Kyle, Yeah. Um, as a bluff, which yeah. isn't great. And we may think the nuts aren't possible. Like, you can't really have Jack-9, we may think. We might think he can have Queen-Jack, but not Jack-9. Exactly. Nine, yeah. So now that's not... So now we don't want to have Jacks in our hand yeah. either. We'd much rather have Kings. Yeah. By a mile. Also, we'd be Queens, which is good, although Queens wouldn't take the size right. anyway. Um, and having the Spade ain't great. So it's not super high in our distribution. Also, we have blockers that we don't really want to have because we block Queen-Jack and we block yeah. the Spade. So I think distribution-wise, this is probably a fold. It's probably a full, but let's think of, but, but Gaul is telling a very particular kind of a story, right? And we underwrapped our hand, and so we need to think about that piece too, at least. Yep. I think ultimately it's the sizing that does him in, because Berkey ends up calling. I mean, it's an end of the night thing, too. I wonder, if, I wonder if there's a lot of money to be made just at, like, end of the night cash games, just to be a little stickier at the end when it feels like someone's going for it, you know? It's kind of, well, if that's true, it really depends on the player, right? Because yeah. I think it's the opposite from my, uh, like, multi-day tournament philosophy, which is... If you can ramp up your aggression in the last 30 minutes of a World Series of Poker event of, like, day one, you know, when everybody's been playing for 12 hours and just wants to bag, yeah. you can make a lot of chips. A lot of chips. Yeah, that's, that's what... We're saying the same thing. I'm saying, so if someone's doing... If you feel like someone is taking advantage of the end of the night, uh, if you want to call a little yeah, bit more, right? Yeah. yeah, it's not as important in a cash game, obviously. It's a different deal. Because, like, right? in a tournament, you can just win pre-flop a bunch of times in a row, and all of a sudden, you have 30% more chips. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
But we've seen from producing Poker Time even, like just the amount, like at the, when people know it's the end, some people go into the same kind of turtle shell, I'm done, yeah. I want to lose a lot. And other people are like, it's time to gamble, baby. Yep. Let's go. I want to either win a big thing, I want to make a big cool bluff, I want to do something fun. You know, that's all like happens for some people. And that may be happening here for Gall too. It might be. Um, that's, I, a, that's another I, reason to call. Like, yeah, because this is a bad hand distribution wise. You don't want the spade. You don't want either jack. Yeah. Definitely not both. Uh, I mean, having both is better than one, I guess, because at least you can have a pair and win against some bluffs. Sure. But <laughs> I mean, as Berkey, we may also have all the ace 10s, not just ace 10 suited. I was saying ace 10, but like yeah. we, we're the four better. We can absolutely have all the ace 10s. Ace 10 is actually a better hand to have than this. Because we block the sets. Yeah. And we yeah. don't, and we don't block queen jack. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's this a good point. Is, this is a worse hand than ace-10. So this is probably why Berkey takes a long time, because yeah. he's like, distribution-wise, this is actually one of the worst hands I can have, but it's gall. It's the end of the night. His story doesn't make any freaking sense at all, and I interrupt my hand. Yeah. So should I just call anyway? Should I just call with all of my hands? I yeah, guess so. basically. Like, pretty much I'm calling with everything. Is that what, is that what we're saying? That might be what he landed on, because yeah. Berkey is definitely a guy who understands distribution, and of I course. think he would recognize where this landed. And we know he's willing to make the big fold. Yeah. So the fact that he ultimately decides to call, yeah. which he does, um, says that I think he's like, situationally, this is just too, too good a spot to pass up. And he was right. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. he was right, because it feels like he played it in such a way to induce this. I feel like sometimes we, we induce, and then we fold to the, in, the thing we induced. Yeah. So I like that he induced it and didn't fold, even though some of the other things were conspiring maybe to make it easier to fold. All right, well, I'm going to be fascinated to see what the solver has to say about a lot of these decisions. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, Gal, will you be redeemed by the god of solving? Math may yet save you. It's possible. You know, it saved the astronauts. I mean, at certain some, times. Some of them. Yeah, not all of them. <laughs> Obviously, we know that. Too soon. Sorry. <laughs> really too soon. Yeah, Challenger mission. I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, this was done. <laughs> you didn't like that? <laughs> that was I like mean, 1988 or something. <laughs> more astronauts have died than just that one time, man. Well, I was not currently thinking about them. Yeah. So I apologize to all astronauts in the. What about families. the astronauts in training? You're, they, don't, they never even made it in, up in space. Some of them died, too. And well, now we're making fun of them. That's not cool. I would like to apologize to the astronaut community. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you're, you're fine. You, uh, let's continue. Let's get some tang in honor of them. All right, so let's, let's talk about Danny Sprung's solving here. He did okay. the solving. He's going to uh, post his results on Discord. So check out the Discord if you want to see... More in-depth solver stuff, but let's talk about the relevant things here. Cool. On the flop, Gal never leads, according to the solver. That's fine. Um, Berkey checking was certainly of interest to us. Yes. The solver definitely wants to bet Berkey's hand. 95% of the time with jacks and uh, 100% of the time with this combo of jacks. Yeah. Every time he has the jack of spades, the solver bets. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. We were thinking that one of the if you're going to check, having the jack of spades would be a reason to check. And the solver's like, nope, opposite. Yeah. If you're ever going to check, you have to not have the jack of spades, apparently. I guess so. Because the solver doesn't want to get check raised and is afraid of playing a big pot with overs and a flush draw. The solver does not understand fear. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe the solver. The solver's getting more sentient all the time. Anything's possible. You don't think the solver can love? I hope, I hope that when the solver becomes sentient, it can experience fear. Because if, if it can't, we're really screwed. <laughs> we're screwed either way. Let's be clear. Okay, but if it can experience fear, maybe we can, you know, like, show it a scary ghost or something. Yeah, and that'll, it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be great. No more singularities canceled. All right, back to the hand. Back to All right, hand. let's get to the turn here. Okay. We liked Gal's bet. So did the solver. Yeah. Wants him to bet 100% of the time, but wants to go bigger or smaller. Didn't like the 25K. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I didn't really have a problem with the 25K. Neither did I. fine. To me, uh, it seemed like you're going to fold out all the over cards, which is really all you're targeting. You don't expect to fold out a pair. Never. But still, I guess it, maybe it thinks you can go smaller and still successfully fold out those over cards. Yeah, that might be reasonable. Maybe yeah. 18K gets the job done with the same frequency. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, jacks, of course, is always a call Ob. on the turn. You can't raise, you can't fold. That's the most obvious thing in the hand so far, right? Everything very clear about that. Yep. All right, let's get to the juicy, juicy river. Okay. It wants, the silver wants Gal to shove. It doesn't want him to check or bet small. Well, we don't know if it wants him to bet smaller, yeah. but we know he wa- it wants him to shove. It prefers him shoving. It wants him to bet, and it wants him to shove. Yeah. It's like, have some of that. I mean, I would be fascinated to see what Berkey would do against the shove. Me freaking too. I think, I think, 
a shove would be pretty successful. Here. Yeah, I think it would probably have worked. Yeah, because like Berkey tanked a long time anyway. Now he had those time cards or whatever, yeah. those time extensions. They weren't going to have any value, so maybe he was like making sure because he because he could, and maybe maybe he knew it was a call, but it was just like really going through it because why not? Um, but my belief is that like this is a shove is going to get or a near shove, whatever, two x the pot, whatever is going to get through most of the time. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to get through more of the time. I believe Berkey is going to be price sensitive too. Yeah. So, Probably a little bit, and that, and now we're telling a different kind of a story than the seventy five. We really are. We're yeah. not when we when we bet two x the pot. We're not even saying. Are we even saying we have a set? Or are we just saying we have straight? I think we could have a set. We against, still have a set against Berkey's line. But now we have like top set. Now we have yeah. like tens. Yeah, maybe eights. Maybe eights. maybe eights. Okay, but like. But probably tens plus. It seems like Berkey can have a set of tens, and that might be what we're even like targeting when we two x the pot. I mean, I think it's crazy. This is not what the solver is thinking, but I think Shove would have told a more intentional story from Gal's perspective. Like he's like, I'm, I could really believe from Berkey's seat. Like, okay, he wants to get called with this shove. With seventy five k, feels kind of random and desperate to me for some Hmm. reason. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because like I, I always worry that uh, when we know what the player has, that it colors of course the sizing our feelings of the sizing a little bit. So it's a little, it, some you know, I don't really know if that's. I wonder, I wonder how true that is, but I understand that because I, I sort of feel the same way when I see someone two x the pot in cash games. You know, like on you know against Landon Tyson stuff like that, or Landon doing it because they did that to each other uh, a fair amount in that WPT cash game recently. Yeah. Um, when it was a bluff, it felt pretty desperate. I will say, actually, when it, I, I just always want to call those, personally. It yeah. always looks desperate to me. So when they have it, I'm like, wow. And then, you know, they usually don't get called anyway. But uh, and I'm like, I can't believe they didn't get called. How does Jason Kuhn not call there, you know? Yeah. And then, like, Chris Bignell actually does call with, like, top pair. No, that was a check raise all in. But still, it was a huge check raise all in. And yeah. she called, and, uh, and he had it, you yep. know? And so it's, uh, I don't know. It's easy to assign these things when you have the data. Yes, that's it. That's but all. it's our job to assign these things, Jonathan. So is we're going to try our best. Uh, okay. So here, this is one of the less surprising solver outputs so far that we've you know had since we started doing solver stuff. Um, but I think this is the most surprising thing in the solver output is that it's a, just a pure call with jacks against the actual bet or a jam. Even per- a jam, it's like yeah, you got to call. Yeah, which like to us, jacks with a spade is among the worst hands that you can show up with here is Berkey. And it, I, w- I thought maybe the solver would want to fold this hand, even though we understood the call based on the situation. Yeah. I thought maybe the solver would be like, oh, this is actually one of the worst combos you can ever have. Well, the solver, though... Oh, no, the solver doesn't know the range, though. You're right. Uh, it is very interesting. Um, once you get to jam... Once you make it really big, um, like 2x the pot or whatever it may be, now jack-9 suit has to come back into play a little bit, though. Yeah. So then pocket jacks... Feels it, like it, it matters turns into again. a better blocker then, yeah. It feels like the block, it has some, the blockers have some value at least more so than like queen jack because I don't think we're blocking blocking queen jack is not as important as blocking jack knight suitor probably then. Yeah, is my guess. And I wonder from the solver's point of view on a board this polarizing if blocking the nut still matters once the size is this big, even, perhaps even seventy five k. Perhaps. Either way, wants to call. It wants to call. I yeah. I mean, like I wouldn't think that the Berkey called for solver reasons, but maybe maybe he did. Maybe he. That would be, that'd be extra cool. I mean, it, we were making a lot of assumptions that he was assuming that Gal wouldn't have Queen-9 in yes. his range, which led us to believe he would assume that Gal didn't have Jack-9 in his range. Right. But maybe we're wrong about that. Maybe Berkey's like, oh, this guy is loose as shit, and he does have Jack-9 in his range, so this is an important blocker hand. Well, yeah, I mean, then it's, then it's really great. Yeah. Because, I mean, if he can have both Queen-9 and Jack-9, and we block Jack-9, and we yeah. want him to have Queen-9 anyway, what a deal. Yeah. yeah. Then this is an amazing hand to have. Yeah, so I guess it all matters how you range your opponent, obviously. Yeah. And uh, the solver, I suppose, raised, ranged him with Jack-9. Good old Danny Sprung. I suppose. I suppose so. And I suppose we're done now. Are we? Are we finished? Okay. I guess we're done. We can end it. <laughs> Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.